0: always want to laugh about it and make fun of it and it ruins it
1: that's not the same okay okay all right back on topic so we are discussing uh, diets in which you're reducing your overall intake so like they have three pictures here of an appetizing and well-balanced breakfast i want to see if you agree or disagree with the following okay Mm -hmm. fresh blueberries whole wheat toast and marmalade, a hard-boiled egg, skim milk, and black coffee. See 1,200-calorie menu, day three. So I would say that that is
0: an agenda-driven breakfast. (laughs) Uh, The milk and grain industry would love you to eat that diet. Yes. Uh, I would say probably not the worst thing in the world. At least it's not just like carbs on carbs on carbs without any good protein or fat. Um,
1: you know what I bet is happening?
0: I would I would say if you swap out the skim milk for almond milk and you swap out the whole wheat toast for maybe some Ezekiel bread or even just like some oatmeal, yeah. I think that would be a uh, balance. It's a pretty heavy – reasonably heavy calorie breakfast which isn't necessarily a bad thing Um, I think it it does you know making those substitutions that I said would be that would be a good example of a balanced breakfast it has protein it has some fruit or vegetable Mm -hmm. uh, has you know some uh, good amount of fiber and different things like that
1: all right so I have a, I'm not going to, I'm going to change direction because I feel like I already disagree with a lot of what they're saying, but what you said at the start, that this seems like an influence um, reading, I feel like looking at the text, this looks like someone who wanted to get a message across and then it's being reinforced with the people who are trying to sponsor it. That's what it looks like. So I'm going to change and we're going to talk about what their tactics are and see if That matches my hypothesis or goes against it. Making choices. These menus illustrate several points you need to keep in mind when evaluating other weight-reducing diets. First, this reducing diet is only moderately low in calories. You should check with your doctor if you're consuming a calorie below this caloric level. Very restrictive diets make it difficult to include all the protein, vitamins, and minerals that you'll need to lose weight safely And since they also cause changes in bodily fluids and metabolism, they'll need to be medically supervised. Okay. Uh, Second, a good reducing diet does not wholly eliminate any groups of foods, and any diet that does is likely to be nutritionally inadequate. Third, although you don't have to give up any food completely, you do have to control portions. You will note that the menu shows here indicate small portions that are very high-calorie items as used relatively... Oh, and high-calorie items are used very rarely. Many people don't realize how big small changes in their diet can m- make. Yeah, okay, I agree with that statement. So, so far that's the only thing that's piqued my interest, even slightly. Any comment?
0: Um, I think there's definitely some validity to um, when you're if you, do, if you are eating a very low-calorie diet, say maybe under 1,500 calories, it can be difficult to get all of your nutrients. And the lower your calories are, the more mindful you have to be about getting your foods, your vegetables, your healthy fats, getting all of your nutrients from your food. In sure, a take a multivitamin, way. but multivitamins aren't going to have all the different cofactors and enzymes that your body really needs. Not to mention all the other nutrition – health benefits we get from food that we don't even know about yet food science is pretty primitive we know oranges have vitamin c and vitamin c is good for this and that but there's hundreds and thousands of compounds in all different foods that we don't even know what it does we just know something about broccoli helps with cancer we know you know certain vegetables help put decreased risk of certain types of cancers and we don't even necessarily know what compounds are doing that or how it works. We just know a lot of fruits and vegetables have these amazing protective qualities.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It, the, what I think that the, you know, the ultimate goal would be a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. Ideally in their peak season, I think makes a difference if we're going to look at it from a, greater value than just caloric intake standpoint and on a wide variety of rotating and kind of changing throughout the seasons of foods that are in season and when foods are available but what do you do in a day-to-day just look change up your going to rotation do you think that's kind of the best strategy for like real life people to get a array of nutrients i think would be one method?
0: Figure out what fruits and vegetables you like. Eat a lot of them until you get sick of them. And then switch it up. Or have your staples that you always have. And then when you go out to eat, special occasions, make an effort to eat those foods that you aren't normally eating. To kind of balance it out.
1: Do you go through, like, do you do it when you're in the grocery store? Do you look at all the foods and be like, huh, which one do I want? Because that's what I do. But what do you do? Plan it ahead?
0: Like, for instance, the vegetables that I like are peppers, onions, mushrooms, edamame, cauliflower. Those are the vegetables that I like right now. There was a time where I was more into green beans, and asparagus, or different vegetables. But at the end of the day, I can't tell somebody what vegetables they're going to like. It's up to them to try different vegetables, see what they like, listen to your body, listen to your real cravings that you have. If you crave an ice cream cone, maybe that's not a real craving, but if you're craving edamame, eat it. Maybe there's a nutrient in there that your body's craving that you don't even know what it is specifically um i don't know when i go to the store i have a very specific list of foods that i'm gonna get and if i'm sick of a certain food then yeah i guess i will sort of just look for what looks good to me but i think you know find what works for you but works for me is eat foods until I get sick of them, and then switch it up.
1: <laughs> That's what I do, too. I have my basics, my go-tos. No, actually, I would say I structure my food around what I need it to do at that point in my day, like what my every day looks like. If I'm working a lot more, I need to have foods be very convenient for me, and I know that you, too, go through different convenience-based food rotations. Yeah. And But then I always find myself coming away from the convenience foods back to the simpler like combination foods more whole ingredients to get the energy that I enjoy having that's been big for me lately but then I'll veer away from energy when I stop eating enough and I just need calories or I'm so hungry or I didn't pack food ahead of time then I'll just like revolt to just general what you're calories. touching on
0: is a super important thing and i think it's the the biggest mindset difference from me people who are successful at achieving their fitness related goals and the people who aren't and it's simple mm-hmm. what i do is i it sounds like what you do too is you eat according to your goals you eat for a specific purpose you're eating food as like fuel for your body mm-hmm. as opposed to there's a time and a place to eat for enjoyment and there's a time and a place to eat for a function. I tend to really think of food as like fuel when I'm really low calorie and I need a lot of energy for a workout. I'm going to have a salad because I know that that's going to give me energy.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: I had a really hard workout and I feel like I need a good amount of carbs to spike my insulin to shuttle nutrients to help me recover I'm gonna have that it's not just eating like an asshole because you just want to have a, a dr- uh, rush of feeling good endorphin rush it's eating food for a specific purpose right and it really comes down to why are you eating this food because you think it tastes good or you because you think it's gonna help you achieve your goals if you can switch your mindset to How
1: does it check these boxes?
0: For a purpose. And the purpose is not to give me a little warm fuzzy feeling in my brain. That's not going to get anybody anywhere. The reality is, is eating fucking ice cream feels good in that moment. But you do that over and over and over again, you're going to be overweight and miserable and achy joints and increased risk of disease. Uh, Not to say that you can't have that once in a while, but you just need to be I think people aren't real with themselves enough.
1: About they're, what true moderation like kind is? kind of playing
0: this little, oh, I'll do the dishes in the morning trick. Which you know your ass isn't going to get up and do the dishes. Just like you know your ass isn't going to get up and do cardio the next day. You know, say, oh, I'm not going to do cardio tonight. I'll do it in the morning. You're lying to yourself, and you know it. If you just really be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. it's not always easy to do. But what do you really think? You can eat your pizza and ice cream, and magically you're going to be lighter? doesn't work that way you just need to say okay is the amount of food that i'm eating working you can't and if it's not you need to change something it doesn't always mean eating less food sometimes eating more fruits and vegetables feels like you're eating more food but it's actually less calories so yes eat less calories if you're gaining weight sometimes that's the solution Um, but definitely sometimes eating less calories feels like eating more because you're eating higher volume of food with higher water content, fiber content.
1: Uh, Yeah, it happens to my clients all the time, but it, 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 you're right. It's not just eating more food in general isn't going to do it unless it's more of the right foods in the right amount of places. I think like one of the things I think about, cause I try to analyze my own eating behavior and how it's changed from when I was in high school. Very like unimportant. I didn't even think about food just wasn't even yeah. on my radar. It was just served to me. Um yeah. And to like how I eat now or like how I make my own food. I feel like my protein is much bigger. It, it's intentional. I go out of my way to find it to make sure I have it in almost every time I eat. Not because it serves multiple goals, trying to minimize my blood sugar spike, trying to, you know, uh make sure I have if I am working out using my body that my body has enough protein to be able to repair my muscle tissue and add more to it. And then I build my meal around that. Like I feel like I just look for different things, right? Like people aren't looking for their food for it to fulfill a specific purpose i think majority of the time you should your purpose should be like how is this gonna make me feel better yeah in two hours how long do you think of a time is that easy? like how could,
0: I, quickly i will feel the effects of a meal within 30 minutes I mean, you're, as soon as you put carbohydrates in your mouth, there's digestive enzymes already. The digestion process has already started with your saliva breaking mm-hmm. down carbohydrates. So, um, I mean, it is more about the cumulative effect. It's like, you can't just eat one salad and then you're going to feel good. Um, uh, but it's like really over the course of the day, over the course of the week.
1: I, I feel mean, like there's a definite eat, trickle tr- tr- effect. It's like the
0: example of if you eat pizza and ice cream four times a day for a week, you're going to feel like garbage. Yeah. If you were to eat, uh, you know, some salmon, an egg with some fruits and vegetables, a little olive oil four times a day, you probably would feel amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Those are the two extremes. And then it's just finding the balance in between.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I feel like three months ago, my eating and movement, body movement be, behavior is translated to my current physique, like body wise. Like, I feel like that takes a little bit longer, but I feel the energy affects much, much sooner. Immediately and then for the next, like, three days, if I turn my eating around, I'll be able to guide it. I change my... Nutrition goal, like every time I grocery shop, I like ask myself, like, okay, well, like, what are this week's goals? Like, is this a calorie, high calorie week? Are we trying to just put weight on and, like, be fed, make sure we have food in our bodies, eating more throughout the day? Or is this a week where we want to pull out inflammation and go no bread, no pastas, and do, like, kind of a flush through week of just more fruits and veggies in excess? You know, I feel like we we do that.
0: Not Oh my god, you're a girl and you talked about purposefully gaining weight? Are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you ever want to gain weight? I thought women were supposed to always be trying to lose weight until we wither away to nothing.
1: I got to be honest, losing this with this whole so just to give the listeners context, my weight has been 140 for like 12 months, easy, within two pounds every day, not, I, I don't track anything, I just eat more when I'm more hungry, which is usually if I'm working out more, and I, I, my, I'm just pretty good at apparently maintaining my weight, is what I'm trying to say, and I decided I wanted to bring my weight up, five pounds, over, I wasn't, wasn't, didn't set an end date, but I knew that that's when I would stop pushing my food, so my, I ate, Inserted more meals into my day and made my portions larger. And I dropped five pounds and it was the most perplexing situation that has happened to me in a very long time. For the first time in my life, I lost weight and was unhappy about it. And I was like, this is so weird. There's a certain part of me that still wants a low weight, but I that wasn't what I was trying to do, so I was upset. Um and then it happened, I was like two drops, and then I ate a ton of food two days in a row, kept it mostly clean, but just was constantly pushing again, brought it back up to 140, and now I'm at like one, hover between 140 during the week, 142 on the weekends. Um, point being, uh, what I learned through this journey, gaining weight is just as hard, if not harder, or having more challenges than losing weight. And that was interesting. I just distinct- so unfair. It's
0: so unfair, Camille.
1: <laughs> that, that's literally how I felt when you were complaining about get, trying to gain weight six years ago when we were sitting in the in uh, at the house. And I was like, you know what? I was dieting at the time for my first bodybuilding show, and I wasn't happy about it. And Brayden was over there complaining about having to try to eat all this food. And it was food that I would have gladly eaten, but I couldn't because I had to stay with whatever my plan was. I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear about your problems trying to gain weight right now because I'm trying to lose weight. And this is, I guarantee you, I promise you, not harder than what I'm feeling right now. And being on the other side, it is, it comes with its own challenges. They're so different. But not better than the other. Definitely not better. It's better for like a day. And then after that, but every day. You have to
0: do it. Maybe a better way, instead of saying trying to gain weight, maybe a more... Increased calories? specific way of saying it would be saying, I'm trying to build muscle, and I accept that when I build muscle, I'm going to gain a little bit of fat and gain a little bit of weight. And I accept the fact that if I want to eat more calories long-term... I need to build up my metabolism by building up my muscle. And anytime you build muscle, you're going to gain fat. You want to minimize it. Anytime you lose fat, you're going to lose muscle, but you want to minimize it. It's the biggest concept that people don't understand. People are trying to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. Right. You can't make something out of nothing. It's it's a biggest losing battle. You want to gain muscle, except you're going to gain a little fat. You want to lose fat, except that you're going to lose a little bit of muscle. But it's, I think a lot of people, specifically women, could benefit from taking even, you know, three months out of the year where they're trying to increase their lean body mass, which is going to help their body's overall hormone levels. When you're chronically in a calorie deficit, your cortisol levels are high, your body's going to... You know, fight you on whatever you're trying to do. You give your body a little bit of a break. You know, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but, you know, taking a few months out of the year where you're trying to build muscle, uh, I think could do a lot for people's appetite hormones and stress hormones and put them in a position to lose weight, keep it off in a sustainable way.
1: Right. To just be able to get give that body a little bit of a break. I see it all the time with my clients and I felt it when I was in prep, you know, being in a calorie deficit is hard on your body. Illness wise, it's harder to fight off an illness because it doesn't have as much to go around. Um, And obviously the more extreme, the more extreme. Um, And that's one thing that I being, I feel like it's a privilege to sit at a maintenance body fat. Like it's Mm -hmm. nice to be able to do that. Um, it's weird because that was never my goal, but it totally should have been. I guess I didn't know where my goal was, but being able to, like, maintain. I also realized that my maintenance, in some way to me, still felt like I was trying to elevate it, but I wasn't. Like, I wasn't, I was pushing the gas, but that's the, That's the thing. You have to be pushing the gas. Maintenance is not zero moving zero. Maintenance is moving 25 miles an hour. Yeah. Going prep is going 70 miles an hour. And, you know, if you're doing things like starving, you're going slower, I think. Yeah. If you're going to use speed as the thing. But maintenance yeah. is not zero, not stopped, park. Maintenance is going mm. 25 miles an hour down the road. Like, you have to be yeah. moving towards something still to truly maintain because you're
0: yeah. fighting your body it's, a it's like Sometimes I wonder, like, what information can I put out there that will help people? Like, in the last two months, I have had a goal of gaining muscle, I've had a goal of losing fat, and I have had a goal of maintaining, and they all look different, Mm -hmm. but it's not rocket science. My gaining weight regimen was protein, carbs, and a fruit or veggie five times a day, plus extra carbohydrates from things like juice, you know, not from concentrate juice. Um, And then when I was losing weight, it was a lot more protein and vegetables, a little bit lower carbohydrates, lower calories. Same concept, five times a day, you know, protein and vegetables pretty much. Uh, And then maintaining, believe it or not, it's somewhere in between. I'm having a few lower-carb meals a day, a few higher-carb meals a day. Uh, But really, whether you're trying to gain, lose, or maintain, it's auto-regulation of your weight. So at the end of the day, I'm trying to maintain, for example, I'm trying to maintain a morning weight of 195. I ate like an asshole last night, and I weighed 198 this morning. What do you think I should do today? maybe eat a little bit less than I did yesterday Mm -hmm. weigh myself and see what happens. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm still going to eat things that I enjoy, but I know what I can get away with and what I can't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, it, I tracked my calories the old school way pen and paper for 10 years. And I sort of paid my dues to be able to estimate calories. Once you track your calories for even a year straight, You earn the right to not have to do that if you don't want to. I still do sometimes, but what I do is instead of weighing my food, I weigh myself. Mm -hmm. And one way isn't better than the other, but I just like, I, I, you know, I've earned that right to be able to do it the easier way Mm -hmm. from years and years and years of tracking. So, um, if you're struggling to meet your macro needs and you're struggling to have the discipline of recording all of your food, you could try weighing yourself and just eating less of the foods you're currently eating. Sure. Eat more fruits and vegetables to make you feel full. But at the end of the day, I really do auto regulate my diet based off what I weigh that day. But I also understand, how things like carbohydrates, sodium can affect my weight. So, if I see, if I eat, go from low carb to high carb, and I see my weight goes up a lot, I'm not gonna freak out and think, oh my God, I gained a bunch of fat. No, for every gram of glycogen, your body holds four grams of water. And for every 500 milligrams of sodium, your body holds, I figure exactly what it is, yeah. but it's like a pound or two. So sodium, carbs, and water can cause for these humongous fluctuations in your weight. But if you understand the human body and how it works, you're not going to freak out when you see these changes. So although I'm talking about adjusting my weight according my food according to my weight, I'm also taking in a lot of different factors into that. So it's, it's I guess, more of a advanced technique that you can do after you've had years of tracking.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I when I did when I tracked macros, I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread because it gave me some structure. Like because I could couldn't figure it out on my own how much food was enough. I also read a book on how to eat, and I think what do you think about the pace in which you eat? Because I feel like we sit on two opposite ends of that spectrum. I think the pace no. in which I eat uh, greatly impacts the calories that I intake or how I feel
0: when I'm eating, when I'm trying to lose fat and my breakfast is a serving of Greek yogurt and five almonds I make it last 30 minutes, take a little bite, savor it, wait Mm -hmm. two minutes, take a little bite, savor it. Mm -hmm. And so I do, consciously try to eat slower mm-hmm. when I'm trying to lose weight because I just have a specific amount of food I'm going to eat that day. And I know if I just scarf it down, it's just going to be not as in, well, part of it too, is I enjoy the taste of this Greek yogurt I have, and I want to like, prolong enjoy it, enjoy it and savor it. And if I take it in two bites, it's just like, it's gone.
1: Right. No, I did I do the same thing. And I, um, Actually, right before I was eating this, right before I called you, I sat down with my plate of food and I wanted to watch a YouTube video, but I couldn't find anything that I was vibing on YouTube. And I was flipping, when I was flipping through these books, I just got, one of the lines was like, be present while you eat. And, um, I do think that really helps when it comes to weight control is the pace at which you're eating, but just being mindful of while you're eating too. What does your food taste like? Food it can be excellent, but I feel like half the time when I'm watching something, I'm not truly tasting my food. But which is also good if you're trying to gain weight and you can just watch something and try to eat fast and try to get it in before that, your body knows that what's that going a on.
0: Very good point that a lot of people don't talk about. To summarize, if you're trying to lose weight, don't park your ass in front of a TV. If you're trying to gain weight, that could be a strategy for yeah. eating more than what your appetite wants. It's like, if you want to lose weight, eat slow and be present, focused on the food. And if you're really struggling to gain weight, you can reverse that strategy and use yeah. the logic in the other direction.
1: It's a good idea. I know those are fun. I have a couple of my clients, um, my personal training clients that are trying to gain weight they're like textbook ectomorphs on the outside of what it looks like and um that's a good idea i always lean the little trail mixer out i
0: have a suggestion for anybody who's trying to gain weight and it's not working
1: okay what's that
0: take what you're eating if you're not gaining weight add a thousand fucking calories tell me what happens (laughs) you're eating three thousand calories you're not gaining weight Tell me what four thousand does. Maybe after eating four thousand, you'll realize that maybe you can just do thirty-three hundred. But and maybe you don't need to do a thousand extra calories. But I promise you, you're eating three thousand calories, you're not gaining weight, and you eat four thousand, you're gonna gain weight. I promise you.
1: Right, it's calories. People who
0: are struggling to gain weight, it's always I eat a lot. Really? Well, guess what? You need to. Guess, guess what you need to do to gain more weight. I don't care if you tell me you're eating twenty thousand calories a day and you're not gaining weight. Mm Eat twenty one thousand. I mean, obviously those are exaggerated numbers. Right,
1: that's the concept. That's how it works. And
0: a lot of people who are struggling to gain weight, they eat a lot of calories, maybe five days out of the week, but inevitably there's that one or two days out of the week that if you're not getting all those calories, it's I mean, I find for me, I can eat perfect for 13 days. And if one day I don't eat properly, 13 days in the trash, back to where I was. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whether it's gaining or losing, that can happen. Yeah. And you just need to realize that consistency, consistency, consistency is what it's all about.
1: I agree, which is why I like to... Think about my food in, like, week-long shots of grocery shopping. Like, we go go every single week, and that's when I like to give myself the opportunity to course correct if I need to. You get 52 opportunities in a year. It really should be month, but you shouldn't divert your nutrition for a month at a time. But I feel yeah. like one week's worth of diverted nutrition is actually too long. to One day. Ah, I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. You can blow a week's where the eating was one day easily.
1: Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. One way or the other. So it's like, just get into the habit of making your norm your norm. I think people have a lot of... Re- like, they, they lie to themselves with the reasons that they had to eat certain food. I don't know. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you have for breakfast? Oh, I had a bagel and cream cheese. Why did you have a bagel and cream cheese? Uh, well, normally I have egg bites for breakfast, but I just woke up late and I didn't have time. Yeah. Not. That is somebody who. That's not your number one priority, if that's what's happening. That is. I'll tell you what that is. That is your subconscious mind having control over your conscious mind. Your body wants, doesn't want to starve to death, wants to have a lot of fat so it can survive a famine. Our conscious minds say, hey, I want to look better, feel better. I want to lose weight. Most people don't realize your conscious minds are kind of, your subconscious minds are kind of running the show. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Your your body just tricked you into eating a fucking bagel. You got to... You got to be in charge of your body, not let your body be in charge of you, but you can't, you have to work with your body. You can't just command it and tell it what to do, but you just have to, it's just being honest with your, or just being aware that your body and your subconscious mind really could give a shit less about your weight loss goals. We're just programmed to just survive. And a big part of surviving is eating enough calories. It used to be, but we're still programmed that way. So, right, yeah.
1: being aware enough for sure of what your body's trying to tell you, but having that, uh, being able to assert a conscious decision into the mix and be, have strategy behind it. It just seems like decisions that are being made in the grocery store are non intentional. <laughs> Meaning serving no purpose, like they're just thoughtless grabs. I bet you if you stood yeah. in the grocery store and asked people why are you buying this, you'd get a wide variety of answers. That would be a fascinating study to do. Well,
0: it's yeah, it would be. But I can look at someone's cart and I know what their answer is going to be. I mean, I'm oversimplifying it, but you look at some people's yeah. carts and you can tell that they're consciously trying to eat healthy. Even if you can, I can tell sometimes that there's foods in there that maybe wouldn't be the best, but you can tell when somebody's trying to eat healthy based off their cart. And then you see other people's carts where you can see, well, it's, it's like hedonic eating and homeostatic eating. Homeostatic eating is eating for your calorie needs. Hedonic eating is eating for pleasure. It's, you know, you see cookies and ice cream and cakes and treats and sweets. That's hedonic eating. That's somebody eating for pleasure. And you see fruits and vegetables and avocado, olive oil, and all these healthy foods. That's somebody who's eating to, for calories needs, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah. It's hmm. a good way to look at it. I feel like Aldi help, does help to make it easy to eat healthier. It's a real blanket statement.
0: No, <laughs> um, well, they serve... A lot of healthy foods at a good price. And oh my gosh, I'd love one more person to tell me about how eating healthy is expensive.
1: I do not believe it is.
0: Are eggs expensive? No. Broccoli? Super cheap. Okay, yes, avocados are expensive. Salmon's expensive. But so is your burger and your fries and your beer. Yeah. And what about your diabetes medication what about your blood pressure your statins that you're taking right what about you know the list goes on and on and on uh i it's it's more about people are too lazy to want to do the cooking and the dishes it's more about laziness and it is about cost most people, let's say somebody spends, I don't know, what do people spend on groceries a week? 50 to to
1: $100? Yeah.
0: Take someone who spends, I'd say the average American probably spends $100 a week because of how much they go out to eat. Yeah. And, and that's counting drinks at the weekend at bars and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I could easily, I mean... Just for an example, if you have eggs, oatmeal, and fruit for breakfast, chicken, sweet potato, broccoli for lunch, salmon, a salad, salmon and a salad for dinner, maybe a serving of nuts or a fruit throughout the day for your snack, Mm -hmm. that is not a lot of money compared to Starbucks for breakfast, uh, for lunch, lunch. I'm going to go have a sandwich or a burger and then for dinner you know whatever people do i don't know chipotle so if, if people yeah that's the biggest lie people tell themselves to not want it or it's i really think a lot of the reason of why people are not losing weight or improving their health or achieving their goals is they're lying to themselves oh I don't want to lift weights because I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. I don't know the right technique. I'm afraid, you know, I don't want to eat be healthy because oh, all the pesticides they put on the vegetables or, you know, there's a million different lies that we tell ourselves like, oh, I would eat eggs, but I you know, that cholesterol. God, I can not have eggs because of cholesterol. Or, you know, like, if you look at any food, you're going to, I could sit here and demonize any single food and make it sound like it's bad for you. But at the end of the day, fruits, vegetables, healthy fats, lean sources of protein. Um, you know, I do think that there are some fallacies about nutrition that people maybe think having cereal for breakfast, a sandwich for lunch is good. But at the end of the day, that can be good. I'm not sitting here and saying, Hey, clean eating is the only way to go. Um, But whatever people are doing doesn't seem to be working. Right. (laughs) Or it's like, at the end of the day, you need to find something that works for you. Any diet will work as long as you actually follow it.
1: I agree. And one that fits your lifestyle or like what your needs are. What areas you're willing to sacrifice.
0: It needs to fit your taste preferences your work schedule, your lifestyle, and even your ethical standards. I
1: had, like, oh, absolutely. I had a conversation actually about this today, how when I have more free time, I spend more time making elaborate meals, like just more elaborate meals in general. When I have less time, when I am working more hours in a week because I'm a personal trainer, my hours fluctuate a lot week to week. My, if I food prepped that week before and I don't have to spend time cooking my food, I can, like, increase my work productivity just by not having to stop and cook that meal. Like, I just adapted my lifestyle to fit what how much time I had. Like, do am I going to cook every meal hot and fresh like <laughs> I do now when I have big breaks in between training schedule? Well, when I stop having big tr- gaps in my training schedule, I'm going to go to have my food, like, easy, ready to eat for me and not having, yeah. you know, breaks in the middle of my day and stuff, but. It's cool that yeah. it's a choice to. I recognize it as a strategy. Like I did it on purpose, but I don't just don't think that happens as much as I think it should.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I think. A, nope. Yep. Go. Big part of being a successful dieter is um, identifying barriers. Okay, what is my barrier? That's preventing me from losing weight or seeing success. If I'm really hungry after dinner, maybe you have a big salad after your dinner to help with that. If you're wanting to eat the food that your kids are eating, maybe you just need to be more aware and say, hey, this kid's eating this food because it's a growing child. I shouldn't be eating this food in this amount because I am an adult male with too much fat that needs to lose it. Or whatever the situation is um, is okay is what I'm doing working the answer is yes keep doing it no matter what anybody says if what you're doing isn't working you need to be real with yourself and say okay why am I not losing weight Uh, maybe you're doing all the right eating but you're not active you're not doing any cardio or you're not moving your body enough and maybe All you need to do is ask your significant other to walk with you after dinner right you know whatever you need to be real with yourself look at your situation and say is it my eating is it my exercise is it my sleep is it something else and then just think of it one thing at a time okay right now my biggest barrier is i don't even want to lose weight it's my husband that wants me to lose weight so i'm not gonna do the I'm not going to do the things I need to do because I don't care about it. But what, if you actually love yourself and care about yourself, maybe you would actually then start to take care of yourself. Mm So, you know, it's, there's a million different things that can be barriers, but just kind of reflecting and looking at your situation, honestly, maybe talking through it with a friend or something like that, you can, you know, come to a conclusion on it, but identify barriers and you have a strategy for removing those barriers, and then just keep working yes. on focusing on the behavior change rather than the actual outcome. It's
1: that it's relentless experimentation. Like, yeah, keep going, keep experiment, try different foods, see how you feel. Do try a different strategy, see how you feel. Try this, see how you feel. Like it's just relentless experimentation. Treat your body. Like a science experiment in the way that you can manipulate how it fe- how you feel the energy you feel the yeah. weight you lose like you have a lot of variable like things you can control about your body and you can experiment with them you could, there's a lot of different ways to get to the same end result but that's the fun part mm-hmm. about it but uh, you can choose to look at Ooh. it in a fun not maybe not fun interesting way yeah. in a way that is well, here's a good, fascinating.
0: Here's a good thought experiment. If you're sitting here and you're, say, trying to lose weight, which is the biggest thing that most people can do to improve their health. Um, think if you had, like, your best friend was in the same situation, and they were pouring their heart out about their struggles and how they want to lose weight. And sort of give yourself the advice that you would give your best friend or your sister or your mom. You know, like, it's easy, easier to look at somebody else mm-hmm. and be like, So sort of like interview yourself in a way and be like, you know, like, okay, what do you, what's the problem? Oh, I'm trying to lose weight and I'm not. And then kind of ask yourself, okay, two simple questions. Are you eating? Are you eating properly? Yes. Okay. Are you, is your exercise, your activity, right? Okay. No. So then you could easily just tell that friend, Hey, you know, sounds like your eating is good, but you just need to move a little bit more. And sometimes just kind of taking yourself out of your body and thinking about what would you give that friend that advice and then mm-hmm. take that advice. You know, that could be a valuable, uh, I guess, I don't know what you call that thought experiment.
1: Yeah, I do that a lot with um, envisioning for like the future. Like, what would Camille 2.0 do? Like, I'll give my future self a different persona so I can easier for me to. Think about a different mindset. It's not my words, you know, what would I do? It's what would I want my better self to do? Yeah. And try to do what that one would do because my information is somewhere in the middle, you know, not better Uh in some particular Uh way. Um, One really fascinating thing today when I was going through my bookshelf, I had very distinct piles of books. And it was fascinating to see the different heights of the different books that I had. The different categories were... um, like, spiritual growth, or no, I'll start, I'll go from left to right, so, because they're kind of on a spectrum here. They're business growth, um, spiritual growth, uh, food healing growth, um, survival books are also in that category, and then, like, cookbooks, and then nutrition books in general, and then health and wellness, and then... Training, weight training, different types of books. Um, those are all things that I care about. I, those are by no means all of the books like categories in the world. I was like, to me, I was like, this is complete. These are all the areas of thing- interest that I need to learn about. Uh, and I don't. I was like, I don't. I don't care about anything. Like I like these interest fields, but I recognize them as different interest fields. And I have different volumes of books in different times in my life. Like I went through a big business push, and then a spiritual push, and then a Cooking push, uh, it's fun to see books as a collection of my interests throughout my years. But now I I can go back and revisit them at different points in life. I thought that was cool, fascinating to look analyze my bookshelf, which I have never done before. From like a <laughs> from a I love center. having
0: books and then never reading them for some reason. I uh, I read them, but I try seem not like- to. I like having books more than I like reading them.
1: I well, also agree. I was like, tape. I've read maybe ten percent of these books, by the way, but I have a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> and I flip through and find little pieces. But I yeah. want to start looking through the books that I have more, and see how they help me. Like kind of in my my daily life, mm-hmm. I think they're all cool and valuable and help me. But um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no, I think this was um, I think this was valuable. I think this was helpful. Any last words?
0: I'm gonna eat my yogurt and my fruit. Deal. Keep my calories a little bit lower, and during the day, so I can eat kind of like an asshole at night <laughs> and still achieve my goals. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: how live your best life, however fits your needs. All right.
0: Yep. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Yep.